Welcome to the Ease into Retirement Podcast. This is Tom Mosley, your host. I, I want to tell you every week that if you'll give me 10 or 12 or 15 minutes, I'll do my best to increase your financial knowledge. And that's exactly what I want to do today. We're in the very final episode of our series that we've had on Social Security. I know some of you have passed it along to other people, and some of you have told me you got a lot out of it. Social Security is such a confounding thing because it's so difficult and so, so uh, there's so many options that uh, taking it sometimes, and it's hard to get good information as to when to take it or how to take it. And here's the issue, too. You can't get the information from your neighbor or your friend or your co-employee because their situation may be entirely different than yours. So when you start to get information on Social Security, you want to make sure that somebody, a financial professional, is looking at your particular situation, making sure that your Social Security numbers, and I don't mean your, your uh, what is it, a nine-digit number. I mean your Social Security dollar amounts and the options you have of taking it and the other assets you have are all considered when it comes to deciding when do you take social security so let's dive into that subject when do you take social security now if number one here, here's the big point if you've got less than say $150,000 $200,000 that's that's all that you've got saved and it comes to retirement and whether it's forced or whether it's decided, but that's all you've got in addition to your Social Security. Now, I'm going to make a broad suggestion here. You still need to get some financial input and some financial advice. But if you've got less than $150,000 or $200,000, the best thing for you to do might be, are you listening? Work as long as you can, save as much as you can, and build your Social Security as high as you can. Because you're basically, in many, many cases, if that's all the income that you've got and that's all the assets that you've got, you're going to be living on a fixed income. Now, don't don't cry about it. And it, it is what it is. You are where you are. Just make the best of it and make the right decisions based on what's best for your decision and for your particular situation. So again, number one, if you've got less than $150,000, $200,000, probably the smartest thing you can do is work as long as you can, saving as much money as you can and try to build that one hundred fifty dollars or $200,000. And number three, you want to make sure and pay into Social Security because you want to let it grow as much as you can up until 70. After 70, it doesn't make any difference. You need to turn it on because that's that's the max that you're going to get. The second thing I would say is if you are between 62 and full retirement age, you have to be very careful about turning on Social Security. Let me say it again. If you're between 62, so you're eligible for it, and your full retirement age, which is generally 66 to 67, we've, we've covered this in a previous episode, but if, you're, if you were born from 1954 or earlier, your full retirement age is 66. If you were born in 1960 or this side of 1960, your full retirement age is 67. If you were born in 55, 
it's 66 years and two months. If you were born in 56, it's 66 years and four months. If you were born in 57, it's 66 years and six months. If you were born in 58, it's 66 years and 10 months or eight months. And if you were born in 59, it's 66 years and 10 months. So you need to know when your full retirement age because there is an, and this was covered in a previous podcast, there is an earnings limit from the time you're 62 up until your full retirement age, depending on the year in which you were born, in which you cannot make over a certain amount of money or you start paying back into Social Security. Now, whenever you're listening to this podcast, I'm making it in 2022. And the earnings limit in 2022 is $19,560. That means that if you're under full retirement age, then the most you can make each year from 62 until that year when you turn full retirement age is $19,560. Otherwise, $2 over that, they'll take back a dollar of your Social Security until all of your Social Security is taken back. So number one, if you don't have very much money in assets, work as long as you can, save as much as you can, let your Social Security grow. Number two, if you're between 62 and full retirement age, then you need to be very careful if you're still working and you want to turn on Social Security. You say, where could this hit? I'll tell you where this, I see this more than any other time. Somebody gets laid off when they're 64 years old and they were born in 1962. So they think, my goodness, I'm 60. I might as well go ahead and retire. Bingo, turn on Social Security. Well, you turn on Social Security because you think, I'll never get another really great job or a really long full-time job. And then bingo, six months later, a year later, a year and a half later, you get a dream job comes along. Well, Again, your earnings limit up until, if you were born in 1962, up until the time you turn 67, your earnings limit is going to be $19,560. So that's where you could get in trouble. So I always ask people if they come in and they're ready to retire, they're ready to turn on Social Security, they're 62 to to full retirement age, I say, are you sure? Are you positive? Is there not even an act of Congress? Well, who knows what they're going to do. But there's no possible way that you're ever going to go back to work and make more than $19,560. Absolutely, Tom, no, positively, then maybe it's right to turn on Social Security. Hey, folks, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Ease into Retirement podcast with Tom Mosley. Just a quick reminder that if anything you've heard so far today has hit home for you, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's just something you want to learn a little bit more about. There will be a complimentary downloadable giveaway on Tom's website specifically prepared for this week's episode that you should check out. Just go to easepodcast.com. That's E-A-S-E podcast.com. Click the button with the title of this week's episode and get your copy today. Now I'll throw it back to Tom. The question is, when do you turn it on? Now, if you're full retirement age or if you're in that period of time where you can draw it and you know you're never going to go back to work with a really good high-powered job is what I would call, then when you turn it on is determined by, are you ready for this? A lot of other things. 
There's one advantage to a couple allowing the breadwinner, that is the one, and we've done a podcast on this, allowing the breadwinner, the one who has the larger social security, to continue to grow while you turn on the social security of the lower earning social security person in the marriage. So that might be something that you think about that would impact when you turn it on. Another thing, if you're going to turn it on and you're full retirement age and up, another thing is how much do I have somewhere else? Because you may have you may have $1.2 million in an IRA and you may draw some of that for two, three, four years until you reach full retirement age, draw down a little bit on that IRA and then turn on social security and you're getting the max. You're getting the most you can get out of social security because it's reached the age of 70 and it really never will get any better than that. All right, so that might be a reason that you would do that. Another reason is you may say, well, let me just let me just go ahead and turn on Social Security and not draw down because maybe you don't want have 1.2, but you've only got 300 or 400,000 in your Social Security. You say, Tom, you're waffling on this. You're you're doing a lot of ifs. Remember what I always tell you on this podcast. This podcast is general information. It is not tax, legal, investment, or gardening advice. So before you act on something on your particular situation, you need to get input from a financial professional. And only then can you weigh out, well, if I turn on Social Security now, it won't drain down my IRA. But maybe I have a huge IRA. So let me go ahead and eat a little bit out of that IRA and allow Social Security to grow, especially if I'm the breadwinner. And that's what will be left when one surviving spouse is left when one passes away. So there are a lot of factors go into it. Let me review. Number one, work as long as you can, save as much as you can, grow your Social Security if you don't have much saved. Number two, if you're under full retirement age, be real careful turning on your Social Security because you may slap yourself into an earnings limit situation that you don't want to live with. And number three, if you are full retirement age, Everything needs to be considered. Everything needs to be on the table. What kind of IRAs do we have? What kind of income do we have other, from other sources? What kind of money can we draw from if we do allow our Social Security to grow? Otherwise, you might decide with the help of an investment advisor to go ahead and turn on the Social Security and save the drawdowns on the IRA. Hey, almost 10 minutes. Hopefully it's been helpful. This is the Ease into Retirement podcast where we try our best to help you every single time build your financial knowledge if you'll give us 10, 12, or 15 minutes. And remember, this is not tax, legal, investment, or gardening advice. Get the advice of your financial professional or give us a call. We'll be glad to help you in any way we possibly can. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Mosley Insurance and Financial Services are not affiliated companies. License number 0B61811. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for information 
informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mosley Insurance and Financial Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mosley Insurance and Financial Services. Annuities are insurance products that may be subject to restrictions, surrender charges, holding periods, or early withdrawal fees, which vary by carrier. Riders are generally optional and have an additional associated cost. Fixed index annuities are designed to meet long-term needs for retirement income. They are subject to surrender charges and may have applicable fees. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength of the issuing company. Annuities are not bank or FDIC insured. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.